For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Leela Siskind. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover a fall sports update, the reopening of Princeton's Washington Bridge, an executive order on artificial intelligence, and a train crash in India. It's Tuesday, October 31st. From football to volleyball, water polo to cross country, the Tigers' fall seasons have been heating up, even as the weather cools down. To learn more about recent sports updates, Daybreak's Isabel Jacobson sat down with assistant sports editor Brian Mahondo. My name is Brian Mahondo, class of 26, and I am assistant sports editor for The Daily Princetonian. All right, so can you give us a little update on what's happening in Princeton sports this week? Sure. Um, this week in Tiger sports, we have a lot of updates. Um, in football, the Tigers improved to 3-1 in the Ivy League, following a 14-3 win against Cornell. Uh, the star of the show for this game was the Tigers' defense, with an interception by Mason Tyler and a forced fumble by Ryan Ivies, limiting the Big Red to three points. In cross-country, at the annual cross-country championships, Princeton's men finished first for the third year in a row, uh, while the women's cross-country team came in second. Um, In volleyball, the women's volleyball team cemented their second-place finish after succumbing to Yale uh, three sets to zero. However, they did manage to win against uh, Brown um, three sets to one. In women's soccer, despite outshooting the Columbia Lions 11-8, the Lions overcame the Tiger offense to scrape a 1-0 win. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit about any people to look out for over the next season? I would definitely look out for freshman receiver Tamatoa Faleta. In the game against Cornell, he had a 77-yard reception for a touchdown. Uh, the Hawaiian has been a great replacement for our other Hawaiian, Andre Yosefus. I would also definitely look out for sophomore striker Pietro Torden, who will definitely be a big factor um, against Harvard um, when Princeton play them in the upcoming uh, Ivy League tournament. Awesome. And is there anything we should be looking forward to in the upcoming season aside from that? For both women's volleyball and women's soccer, um, the Ivy League tournaments are starting. And in football, uh, the Tigers are going to play uh, Yale November 11th. So look out for that, uh, especially if you want to see a bonfire. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much. Thank you. To read more of Mondo's reporting, head to dailyprincetonian.com or click the link in our show notes. In local news, yesterday, the Washington Road Bridge over the Delaware and Raritan Canal in Princeton and West Windsor reopened. The bridge, located beside Princeton's Shea Rowing Center, has been under construction since July 26th, and the structure's replacement is estimated to cost $9.4 million. Last Friday, an announcement from the New Jersey Department of Transportation indicated that the bridge would be closed this week, and according to Planet Princeton, there is not currently a stated reason for the bridge's early opening. Pedestrians are still unable to access the bridge as construction continues underneath the structure. Access to the canal towpath near Washington Road will also be closed to pedestrians until 11.30 p.m. on Friday, November 3rd. In national news, yesterday, President Joe Biden signed an executive order on artificial intelligence. The order, which balances the interests of technology companies with national security and consumer rights, aims to create an initial set of guidelines for AI policy. Such policies may be strengthened further by new legislation and global agreements. Ahead of signing the order, Biden said, quote, to realize the promise of AI and avoid the risk, we need to govern this technology. The order will be implemented in the next 90 to 365 days. According to a fact sheet released by the White House concerning the order, President Biden's actions are, quote, vital steps forward in the U.S.'s approach on safe, secure, and trustworthy AI. The release also noted that more action will be required. 
In international news, at least 13 have been confirmed dead and at least 39 were injured in a train crash on Sunday in the Indian state of Andhra Pradesh. The crash occurred after a passenger train stopped on the tracks due to a break in an overhead cable. While it was stationary, an express train from the same company rammed into it from the rear. Two carriages of the passenger train with 90 passengers on board were derailed. So far, investigators have suggested human error was the primary cause of the crash. Investigators say the express train ignored a red signal and failed to stop in time. This is the second collision in India in just four months, after a separate train accident killed 292 people in Odisha. The office of Prime Minister Narendra Modi said on X that, quote, authorities are providing all possible assistance to those affected. Expect cloudy skies today with a high of 52 and a low of 37 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Isabel Jacobson and me, sound engineered by Eden Tashoma, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Leela Siskind. Have a wonderful day.